I had to shake him on my last case, big O don't play. Special guest on the line tonight, but I do have four other hunkies on the call. And we have really, we just kind of have a current events, I would say, podcast for this evening. Maybe some just BSing. Does that sound about right? Yeah, we've all all done some fishing, so we got some talking to do. All right. So before we get into this, who do we have on the phone here? We have the one and only looking spry as ever, Mr. Donnie. Stinky the swink, stinky Donnie Stinky the swink. Wearing some fresh swag. Look at probably that. a Donnie Stink idea. <laughs> <laughs> evening, boys. Good evening. You look at that. I smile. like that shirt, Donnie. That's one of my favorite shirts. I nowadays. agree. I, I have the same one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's comfortable. Yeah. For those of you who can't see me, it's the uh, tournament shirt from the uh, Chautauqua Showdown this year. Shout out to uh I think Zach and Katia got these made up. So correct. I forgot, I don't know where they got them, but nice shirts. Probably a shirt store. Yeah. Shirt store. <laughs> we also have on the call tonight, Mr. Nick Feesler. Good evening. I'd like to clarify, I have not been fishing. <laughs> What have you been doing? What have you been up to? You've been up in Canada working on the house. Hashtags dads, dads don't fish. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, just shooting birds. It's bird oh, that's, season. That's something. You're out hunting at least. Yeah. I did fall in a creek last week, so I was, I was where the fish are. Was this a creek near your house? Uh, yeah, sort of. Closer to my house than your guys's. Okay, so this wasn't like a steelhead creek. You were, no. quote unquote, not fishing. This was a, what, what do you call it? A <laughs> Gulf of Mexico drainage creek. You can no. go down there and shoot any steelhead, crack a few off. No, not yet. I don't know if they're all the way up to me yet. Haven't gone exploring yet. I feel like the water's been really low. We've gotten a few like good rainstorms, but not like... I'm gonna say gully washers, but <laughs> soakers. Can you can you elaborate on what a gully washer is? <laughs> Be something that clears the debris out of the gully. Okay. All right. That's Come fair. On, you made we that all... way too simple. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. The gully washer for dummies. Yeah, that's is right. That, what that is. Yep. All right. We also have on the phone tonight, Mister Nate. Boot up, but a but a juice, but 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 juice get Nate bud. Love the show. <laughs> what? You, and I resent long time you listener, said, first time you said there are no special guests. I feel special. Well, you're looking pretty special. Can you just explain to the listeners what type of shirt you have, sweater you have on tonight? Yeah. Well, I don't want to put anybody out, but Nick slid into my DMs and said, "Wear something nice." I was like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's a icy light festive sweater. 
I called them out because Icy Light posted their Halloween costume winners, and Mitty Bud was not anywhere to be seen. And I said, grow up, Peter Pan. I'll wear something nice for you tonight. <laughs> and I said, I do believe in flag. fairies. Thanks. <laughs> oh, it is good to see you guys. We also have on the phone tonight, our dad and the only sponsor of this podcast, Mr. Owen Seaman and Big O's Bucktails. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. Glad to be here. I feel like we haven't done this in uh, in a couple of weeks now, so nice, nice to be back. That's We've, because we it was haven't. nice to fish. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it really, really, we really haven't. You, have you guys noticed the weeks that we fish? We definitely don't podcast. Yeah, uh, and and that's. Uh, I'll go right back to that. Goes back to the family stuff. I mean, when I take a weekend where where I'm gone, you know, it's not easy to say. Oh, hey, honey, uh, I'm also going to take two plus hours on, you know, Wednesday or Thursday night and go talk to my buddies that I just spent the weekend with. You know, that doesn't fly too well in my household. And, you know, these days you got to make sure things fly or else you sleep in the office. Uh, you know, have you been so you're you're obviously still alive. <laughs> I am still alive. OK, I, that's. I, I am alive. Are you sleeping in the office? Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> allegedly, it happened once. May, yeah, once. Once. Poundtown's always got volition. Poundtown's <laughs> always got a space for you. <laughs> You're just on the other side of the city, man. <laughs> the just office is two minutes away. You can go I to Poundtown with Nate. That just doesn't sound right. <laughs> It, there's so, also yeah, no, like things crazy. are good here. Things are all good now. You know, things uh, 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 you work things out. You know, you can cuddle up with the teacher, teacher's pet anytime. There's like just random like skeletons and like the things in Pound Town that look pretty <laughs> juicy to hang out with. I don't kiss and tell. <laughs> ever, ever since the incident, we're not talking about it. So we've had some we've had some recent fishing excursions, except for Nick. Nick's the only one that hasn't fished. He's just fallen in creeks randomly here and there. How many birds have you shot this year, Nick? Not enough. Working on it. I tomorrow's, understand. Tomorrow's gonna be the day. Uh, now is this primarily pheasant? Yeah. Okay. Larissa spotted some woodcocks, but what do those look like? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Super weird. Like you really paint a picture okay, there, Bob. This is gonna Ross. sound stupid. What does a roadrunner look like, and do we have them locally? No, roadrunners are like a southwest. Because I saw this little bird running running next to the road, and I'm did like, have a little that little son bitch. Yeah, that was probably a rough grouse. But you thought oh he saw God. a road burner? Like, look at this. But it was, it was, it was running like, by the road. It was booking. It was booking right along the road. It was like, it's like, like what, is, what is that thing? Oh, he's his dynamite out. He's like, all of a sudden there's a coyote running behind it. Like, <laughs> what the hell's going on here? Donnie like... said you paint a picture, Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, people in Larissa's hometown call them ditch chickens. <laughs> ditch chickens. Ditch. Ditch Owen. Ditch, ditch chickens. Ditch chickens. 
roadway <laughs> drainage chicken doesn't quite roll off the tongue. Speaking of chickens, the we the, what is that? How is that pronounced? The guinea fowl. Yeah. Is that what that big chicken is we saw that day? We've talked about birds. Like <laughs> Loris is coming in. Uh, we got what? the guinea fowl expert coming in. Yeah. Right. What? Are we talking about guinea fowl? Yeah. Her chicken. Oh, yeah. I think you guys. Guineas were probably what you guys saw. Yeah, definitely. The half chicken, half duck, or half half turkey, half chicken. Yeah, shout out to Gene on that one. He had he sent me the article. It was like, this is what you saw. I was like, oh yeah, that's it. That's the thing. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification on that one. They sound terrible. Like what? Like uh, I'm pretty sure they used them as like sound effects in Jurassic Park. Can, Can you do you- one for us? No. I bet you Hannah Barron could do. I bet you she could do the guinea fowl. <laughs> Allegedly. I was, listen, I was listening to some of her calls today. Right. Quite impressive. <laughs> this one managed to get off the rails before it ever even got on. I was going to say. <laughs> I'm just going to sit back there until you guys, until you guys circle this one around. Yeah. <laughs> It's all right. It's okay. We're a little rusty. Just a touch. All right. Well, we can, we can, let's just go ahead and start with our, uh, our adventure, our, our Chautauqua Lake adventure, where we fished in the big baller tournament. And by we, I say that was me, Ryan and Nate. Uh, and I don't know, guys, uh, give me your, give me your thoughts. I mean, basically I, I, it was my first time ever fishing in a tournament. So I had zero really expectations. I had, was that you know, your first time on Chautauqua too? Uh, it was, although I drove up on Friday and fished for a couple of hours on my own. Okay. Uh, just to kind of get the lay of the land, and which I'm glad I did because holy shit, when we were driving there Saturday morning, it was dark as shit. The sun never like, came up? Yeah. And that's I mean, what, I, there's, I, not, there's not a lot of good signage for where the boat launches are and stuff. No. So I, yeah, so I drew, I went up on Friday and just put the tracker in and just kind of fished. I actually, the, the wind was down. So I fished a good bit up to the north and found a bunch of spots that I, I thought looked promising. And then, and we'll kind of get to this a little later, but you know, of course, when we go to fish the tournament, the wind's blowing so hard, we couldn't, we couldn't get to any of the spots that I had even, you know, really looked at. So that's a, that's a whole nother issue, but I, I, I really enjoyed being able to get up there and just see the boat launch number one and just familiarize myself with that. Cause I can't imagine pulling into uh, the launch that morning with other boats there and other big boats. You know, these aren't guys with little 16 foot trackers, you know, you guys got, you know, these everyone's got a 20, 20 foot boat in this tournament. I mean, it was, there were some pretty, pretty big, big boats here. Which, um, which launches are the, uh, or was the like registration at? There was none. It was, they, okay. they give you a code. So there was, basically if you. There was, there was registration. It was in Mayville, but a okay. lot of us had pre-registered. So there was no need to run up there. Gotcha. Right. That's, that's a better way to put it. Yeah. So where did uh, you guys then, launch out of? Uh, the state park. Okay. Long, Long point. point. Yep. Yeah. Which was yeah. cool. I mean, you know, I got to see a, a decent bit of the lake uh, because Ryan and Nate, obviously, they've both fished fished the lake 
to to you know at least to some degree so it was awesome man i'm you know i, I we'll get we'll get kind of ryan and nate's take on it on on what they thought and then i'll, I'll kind of circle back to that but you know you guys give your your opinion on stuff were you late enough in the season that you didn't have to pay the uh the troll toll to get into the state park oh yeah nice yeah, i didn't you, know there was yeah, yeah so usually you have to pay pay to like get into that ramp bucks. i can't it was like five or seven bucks or something like that oh uh, yeah no so we did not have to do that so hey that's a plus yeah they got me when i was out with vance they were still right. taking it beginning of october that's what uh i drove through whatever the one is on the north side of uh kinzu i think it's like red house or something like that and like I'd been going through like regularly and then it was like April 1st that like opened up the toll booth and I was like scrounging around in my work track to find find five dollars. It's like ah so you have to pay even if you're if you if you're not taking a trailer in. Yeah, just to pass through. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought you meant it was like a trailer fee. No, that was like the shortest route from to get back to the interstate. Ah. So I was just like hopping through there in the wintertime and then got whacked. Yep. Almost had to wash dishes to pay my pay my fee. <laughs> Live in the state park forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that was a pretty nice launch there. Um you know, it was certain there's it's certainly roomy. You know, you got those two two kind of double wide launches there. Nate, you want to give your synopsis or do you want me to go here yeah i mean it was also my first tournament so i'll always remember it and <laughs> I, I haven't fished i haven't fished the north side of chautauqua um i i primarily fished only in the south so i think it was it was cool to see you know just how the water presents itself and how everything kind of lays out i mean i sent owen i sent you that picture from my week down in the south of it and i mean just the weeds and i mean honestly a different time of year but i mean just the way that looked in general was just like night and day so i thought i thought i mean it was tough fishing and and we had a good game plan i thought to stay out of the wind and kind of like hitting different spots and you know it was a good time but yeah i, I thought just for the the sake of you know it's a it's essentially a different lake that that north basin and, and kind of where we were fishing compared to the south, so that that whole part of it was interesting and uh, yeah, I mean fishing in a boat like that and and kind of the lure selection and just talking it out, you know, for a tournament experience, I thought it was you know enjoyable. I had a good time. So this was a since it was an only casting event, it would it got three of us on my boat. It's not the biggest boat. What did you think of of how the boat performed and in, in terms of us being able to do that, do that. I didn't. Well, I was up front, and you know, I didn't smack any windshields. But we had a couple tangles, you and I, because um, you're a lefty, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, it was damn. I, mean, I, use, damn I, use, I use the correct hand. Whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, you don't want to sit next to them at the Thanksgiving table. You don't want to sit next to the lefties anytime. They're crafty, and so yeah. I mean, you're casting, and I'm casting. We're, we're kind of like touching tips, which is all mm-hmm. right. But <laughs> sword fighting, sword fighting. I like, to, I like to tell Owen, you you can be right or you can be wrong. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, a, that's how it is. 
But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, fish out of your boat. I mean, the way that we kind of like talked it out and Ryan, you know, doing his thing and they're post up in the back corners up in the front, you know, I'm up in front and yeah, it worked out. I mean, it, I felt like I wasn't crammed at all. It's not like fishing those cedar strips with three people piled into it and you're getting them bounced off your head and stuff. Did you guys end up hooking up uh, Ryan's uh, Helix and getting it networked? It didn't work. It it no. it kept giving the same reading that we were getting with yours for a while, where it was saying transducer not recognized. Yeah, and that's yeah. What, I feel like it just took like a day for it to like sync up. Yeah, and it was right. a one day like tournament. It, we didn't have that. It was done. It was done. That's it. It was done. Uh, I want to jump back here, and unless you guys have something else, because our weekend kind of started on Friday night. <laughs> and Owen, are you are you okay with me explaining like the funniest thing that has happened at camp and the reason why Nate and I didn't sleep real great on Friday night, or do we have to skip that? No, yeah, you could. <laughs> was that was it Friday or Saturday night? Uh, you mean when I when I talked to my sleep? Yes. Oh, that uh, Friday night. All right, I think it was Friday night. So anyway, we get up. Yeah. I left, I left, I worked and then I left to go up. Uh, I ended up leaving early cause I was up in Cranberry that day. So I got, I get up there meet you guys up there and for, to start, we had an awesome dinner. I gotta, I just want to bring this up because we talk about like taking a weekend to go fish a tournament like this. And, and the three of us are hanging out. First of all, Owen, thanks for opening up camp for us because that was super cool to be able to stay up there. But Nate, was that was that your was that your meet the first night? It was my meet both nights. Okay, meet your... both nights. Well, All right, so par- we had... partially, yeah. I, I surprised the uh, tube shaped meat on the first night. So we had steaks and fries, and it was like this meat was like life changing, dude. I don't know what I don't know what what is that yeah, Iowa? Yeah, Iowa. The, the Iowa beef. Like I I thought. Man, that kicked the weekend off right. I was super pumped. It was great food. We had a couple beers, got to sit around the fire. <laughs> Big Rich was up there loading wood. It was great. It was like a great start. So that, I thought that was super cool. And we decided like right before bed, we decided we we're going to watch a movie. And was that, was that role models? Role models. Yeah. <laughs> So we put role models on and we're all laughing, you know, it's, it's, it's getting Unleash late. the beast. <laughs> it's, it's, it's getting late. So we end up going to bed and, and Nate and I are still up like watching the tail end of this movie. So the <laughs> dad went to bed, dad, dad went, went to bed. To bed. The, 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 the idiot stayed up and laughed and so we're, we're, we're giggling at this movie. And then finally it goes dark. It's like quiet. I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, dude, we're going to be up. Cause the, the tournament started at seven, which is an hour from Canandota, right? Roughly. Yeah. So you're it's talking about an hour like, in the nose for, for me to get up and shower. I needed to be up by like four to shower and get prepped and then we had to load some stuff up in the boat and then head out we're up it's like it's like midnight at this point i feel like it's later than that it might have been like (laughs) one in the morning yeah and it's like dead silent and all of a sudden from owen's bedroom comes (laughs) i can't even remember all i remember hearing was it was like yeah yeah yeah, court uh courthouse 
down the and he just like starts yeah i'll call you yeah i'll call you courthouse i'll call you and at the end he goes i gotta go i gotta i gotta call you back (laughs) like out of the dead silence i start laughing and i look over at nate and i said did you hear that oh no 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 dude the first one was no the first one was the first one was it was like uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so it's dead silent. Owen goes, uh, 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 uh. So we start laughing. We start laughing hysterically, and then it then it goes quiet, and then immediately it was like, "Court, meet me down there." I got it. All this like ten, fifteen words, and then it was like, "I got to call you back." And then dead silence. And I look over at Nate. I said, "Did you hear that?" And he's like. Yeah. We just lost it, dude. We didn't go to bed until like at least two thirty. There was no recovering, and I, I was like, "Is Owen on the phone?" And then like, like I was so confused. And then, I, I never like, I know what he's doing because I think he's sleeping. No, the door was open. Like I was like, "What's going on?" I was so confused. We thought you got a phone call in the middle of the night. I was like, "Oh man, he's not gonna be able to fish the tournament." And then it was it's like, a lawyer business. Yeah, no, like, that's 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 literally my brain never being able to shut off. Off. And uh, I've, I've uh, talked to my sleep. I've talked in my sleep most of my life, I believe. And uh, you know, often it's most often gibberish. Like, uh, it, it, like I talk in complete different languages. So at least you guys got an English version where I, I got to talk a little bit of work. <laughs> it, was, it was like the scene in Step Brothers. It, like I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like go to bed. There's peeing in the fridge. <laughs> Could you imagine if that came across in like French, dude? It would have been over. We wouldn't have slept at oh, all. Shit. The giggle fest was alive and well the night before that tournament. And we were like coaching ourselves. We like, you gotta go to sleep. And then I just couldn't stop giggling. I'm like, I'm done. Like it's two o'clock. And, yeah, like, and I have no idea. Like I dude, if you guys hadn't told me in the morning, I would have had zero clue. I mean, I have Nate, no idea. We get up and, and Nate goes, Oh, were you on a phone call last night? And he's like, No, what are you talking about? <laughs> freaking lost it at like 4 30 in the morning that first sound <laughs> made me think of uh was it newman's character in jurassic park when he walked uh, 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 that's uh, what he said too yeah it was so good <laughs> oh yeah so shit. that that kicked it off so we were both exhausted all going into saturday morning which and, is the the best way to fish yeah yeah uh, absolutely but the, the fact that like we we just like drove to Chautauqua and it like the sun just like never came out. Like we launched the boat and it's raining and it's still pitch black. Like right. darkness. It didn't even like I don't even think it came out till after eight o'clock. Easily. We could have launched the boat and it would have been six in the morning, three in the morning. I wouldn't have known the difference. I'm like, oh what time is it? We had right. no it idea. It was pitch black. <laughs> pitch black. But, uh, you know, it, even the other boats weren't in a hurry to get out there. You know, everyone else was kind of taking their time because, we, you know, we didn't really get out on the water until probably 720 uh, after, you know, getting everything, getting all of our shit together. So you know, it's not like other boats were flying out there. Everyone was kind of taking it easy because of how dark and, and foggy it was. It, was, it really wasn't that foggy. It was mainly what, dark. What? What are the tournament hours for that one? Seven to seven to three. Yeah. Yeah. And like we, we instantly got on the water and I just knew I like looked and I was like, Oh God, it was like a heavy, 
heavy, heavy north, like north wind. I'm like, we're like looking at our phones and I was like, oh man, this sucks. You guys know how that north wind is up there. And the funny part about this was on Saturday, like for me, I felt right at home because Dan and I usually fish the exact same areas that we were kind of relegated to because of the wind. Now, like looking at the lake, I will say this, like it was pretty wild because I haven't spent that much time up there in November or late October, November-ish. That tournament was late October, right? I can't remember. Late October, yeah, the 28th. So usually I'm used to seeing like weeds and I know that they sprayed like in some of these areas and some of the weeds are non-existent there, but it was crazy, dude. Like where I, where weed lines would normally be like in summer, they just were not there. What was the water temperature when you guys were up? 58. Okay. Yeah. Between 56 and 58. I think we saw. Yeah. So before we go any further, we didn't, it didn't say like, this was the chapter 69 event. It, so this was the big baller tournament and uh, just thank you to Zach and Katia for putting the event together. Uh, so I've, I didn't want to get all the way through this and forget to to mention everything. We didn't we didn't really get into that. So go ahead. That's that's President Katia. Yeah. Yes. And they had a they had a really good raffle table, but we'll we'll get to that later. So so the way like so the game plan that you guys kind of alluded to, and we kind of talked about this. We talked to some people after the event was over, and it, it, it's kind of like similar to what you hear, you know, it's like you're basically looking for green weeds in shallow. And I would say for probably the better part of the day, we really didn't find like good, solid, thick cabbage until probably like what, one o'clock, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty uh, late right. in the game. So that's like, uh, you know, Chautauqua and, and Swinky, you can kind of, chime in here you you know that like chautauqua was the bane of my existence like i just struggle up there like dan can go up there and catch three fish in a day like no problem i just can't i just can't put anything together on that lake and it, i've struggled like a lot and it only it feels like i can only really get fish like when i'm with todd or when i fish with vance i've had a couple here and there you know i've got my first muskie was on chautauqua lake I've caught a couple fish over 40 inches now, but like, it's, it's just never been easy, you know? And it's, it's maybe it's just cause I don't understand that lake or what, but Nick, go ahead. What do you, what do you got? You're smiling You're over there. Okay. I'm just... <laughs> he just knows how much that lake sucks too. <laughs> well, well, it's here's... not like, it's not like fish were jumping in the nets. You know, nah. there were 39 nah. anglers and eight fish, caught so you do the math you know it's not like every boat was putting fish in in the net and one team that was adam from top line uh or you know pre previous guest he and his crew they won the tournament they got two fish uh and no uh george mcgrady the legend george mcgrady uh won he got second place and he got biggest fish I think it was a 42 and a half. So, you know, it was not a numbers day and it wasn't a big fish day. It was, you kind of got to grind it out and, and make a, make something happen. And we just didn't, we didn't see it. I think we were doing the right thing, especially towards the end of the day. I think, you know, I think we got a better feel for where the weeds were. 
you know, we were struggling not just to find weeds, but we were fighting the wind. You know, you know, we're trying to figure out where the where the weeds are while we're fighting the wind, you know, and all three of us are casting. I mean, we're all we were kind of learning throughout the day, you know. Well, yeah. there's still there's something I I'm I mean, it's my I've never fished a tournament, but is it always they have like the obstacles and stuff and the people shooting guns at you and stuff? Yeah, that, that's standard. Yeah, we got take. We almost got taken out. We were we were fishing this first like real early, and we're all tired from giggling, and we're like, "Look at all those geese! Why are they flapping their wings like that?" And it was like thirty decoys. We're like, "Get the boat out of here! Get the boat out of here!" The dude popped they, one off just to let 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 us know he was there. And oh yeah, it was a literal stupid shot geese. across the bow. <laughs> Yeah, and like, for a okay. second, I think all of us were like, le- like legit thought that those were real geese. Because I, yeah, I feel like yeah. it wasn't just like the wing flappers. I feel like he had something else going on where they like turned their head too. I don't know if you yeah. guys noticed that. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to look too close. That like something spun around on the decoys. Yeah, and That's yeah, really- because it, it hadn't even crossed my mind. But then once that happened. We saw decoys multiple times, you know, throughout the day. We were casting like right into the decoys. <laughs> yeah. Dude, just I pops can't believe these geese are flying away. <laughs> wow, they're so stupid. Yeah. There's got to be a muskie hiding amongst these gu- ducks. Oh, man. That's hilarious. I would have shot at you, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's like, you know, we, we finally we put something together there and like, Kind of found some weeds. We found, dude, at one point, Owen and I were looking at the graph and we were in like, I'm just going to say like nine feet of water. And there was so much bait. It was registering like one foot on the graph. Like there was, I, I have never seen on Chautauqua Lake that amount of bait that we were fishing in that area. Like it was crazy. There was bait there. There was green weeds. I thought we were going to be. You know, at a shock because at that point, you know, you kind of got to figure like that, that. I guess that late in the year, like casting tournament, you might you might be in it with one fish. Like we didn't really know for sure, but we ended up getting we one. We would have been in it with one fish. We know, ended up I mean? getting one bite, and it was not the target species. <laughs> we'll just leave it at it's that. Not even That's harder. What, I feel like sometimes when the bait is stacked in like that, it's like almost impossible to like you know i mean how do you make your bait look especially if you're if it's like you know small bait that's your presentations aren't really mimicking like an emerald shiner or something like that yeah i I will say i did a lot of jigging that day okay you know i I spent a good bit of time kind of working some of the bondies and some tubes and stuff like that just really to kind of get i guess really acclimated to it because i haven't done it at all you know, I've, I've jigged a little bit. I was out with Mark King like last year. We did some jigging and stuff like that. But I wanted to commit to that. And I can tell you guys like that was for me not casting all year, like just sitting in my console seat, driving around, eating chips and drinking Gatorades like it <laughs> jigging saved my back because there was a couple times I was throwing uh, I threw a couple of Owen spinner baits and stuff and I'm like man like i was getting uncomfortable jigging was like that it was pretty cool i really i really enjoyed that part of it i i wish i wish i would spend some more time on it but 
I think that worked out perfect because you had Nate and Owen, they were really throwing complimentary baits the whole time. I was kind of jigging and just throwing some stuff off the back of the boat. I thought it was a great plan. Right. No, it seemed to, I mean, you know, for the most part, Nate and I were switching between a bucktail and a jerk bait. One was throwing one, the other was throwing the other. And then Ryan had, you know, some type of rubber jigging, you know, tube, something like that off the really kind of off the side and off the back. And yeah, I thought it worked out great, except obviously the stupid muskies didn't I, think so. I will say this, the, we stayed true to our team name. Jerk we did. Jiggin and jagging. That teams jerking, jigging, and jagging. What the what were the fish that were caught? Do you know what they were caught on? Uh Adam said he caught them on a new like a new kind of crankbait that he got. That okay. I mean that he he makes. It was a top line. I know he got one on that. I don't know if it was both of them. And the fish that they got were 33 and 37 inches. Okay. Yep. So uh, I forget. I don't know what George got his on. Did anyone ask George what he got his on? Or, you know, maybe he probably didn't tell anyone. But yeah, I didn't ask. Well, no. So it's not like you were, you know, complete opposite of the presentations that pulled out the W. No, in fact, I've I spent the jerk bait that I threw all day was the top line. Uh, you know, if, if, yeah, and I actually didn't, I didn't use the rainbow trout one. I used the, the orange, the white with the white with the orange tail. And again, felt really good all day. I kept, I kept, kept it on and just, we didn't move anything. You know, there were guys that said they moved a, a bunch of fish, but again, it's not like the fish were snapping. I got a question for Nick. Boy. Do the carp spawn in late season? Good question. I don't know what they do, but it seems like every time you're like, I don't know, really looking for fish, the carp show up. And show up, did they ever? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever seen that many fish surfacing. Yeah, like large fish surfacing. Oh, yeah, breaching. I mean, they were like freaking whales, like, you know, just playing, playing around. Yeah. Also, in the spring, too. Quit screwing around. Also, paddlefish. Any any carp insights? I I honestly don't know what the hell they're doing, but I know exactly what you're talking about because I've seen it. (laughs) I've seen it. And I don't know if it's like, if you notice it be- because you're like, you know, in that desperation, like ultra search mode that you notice it more or. But the, the spot where we saw them, like I've seen them in the spring, but like at Arthur and stuff like that spawning. I mean, we weren't in like those type of shallow spots when we saw them. I mean, it was almost kind of like the like end of the shallow spot, almost into getting into like open water ish stuff. It was, right. a, it was odd in that regard. It wasn't like they were tucked in shallow and just kind of reaching. I mean, they were really going. Now, let me ask this too, because Owen and I saw something that definitely wasn't a carp. Okay. This was a very big fish, whatever it was. Is it possible that the paddlefish up there do something similar? You guys know? um, I definitely see, I've seen car 
doing that sort of yeah. thing. Too. Really big gar. <laughs> okay. I was gonna it, say, when you were saying that, that's exactly what I was thinking, Nick. It yeah. might have been a big gar because we yeah. had... see the remember the gar experience that we had up on Nipissing, yeah. Nick. And that was like where the gar were making like uh swirls. You know, they weren't breaching. These they fish were, were like breaching. You would see that back fin. The back fin, the back fin would would kind of yeah. you know but just come up and swirl. The uh, these fish that were on Chautauqua were breaching. I mean, they were. This wasn't just you know the back tail, because I've also seen carp spawn in the river where it's in real shallow, like a little little shallow area, and you can see their backs, you know, and they're all just sitting there. That's not what this was. This was just a bunch of bunch of fish. And I'm talking two football fields. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Coverage area of these fish. But that there was like one fish in particular. It looked like SeaWorld Splash Zone. Like this thing was not a carp. Like it wasn't definitely wasn't a carp. It looked more silvery to me. And the carp that we were seeing were definitely carp. Like you looked at it and you're like, oh yeah, I know what that is. This other one, it came out. Owen was like, what the heck was that? And then like a couple minutes later, I saw it. And I was like, whoa, dude, that was definitely not a muskie. Definitely not a carp. I have no idea what else it was, but. If I had to guess. Are there sturgeon? Tarpon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was wild, though. That was, that was pretty crazy. Like, I don't think there are sturgeon in Chautauqua. No. But, but I mean, this maybe, wasn't that big, but it was definitely. Know, Maybe a paddlefish. I don't know. Yeah. So we fished in the wind and caught one largemouth bass. And Nate made us a t-shirt that says, I fished the big baller tournament and all I caught was a stupid bass. (laughs) (laughs) It was a a really good experience to me. Yeah. You know, to to just get out there and do it. and, And I thought it was... I'm glad it was only a one day thing. You know, if it was if that weather would have been difficult. I mean, it's a it's a little different, I guess, fishing in the middle of summer if you're fishing for multiple days. But in October, that wind that, you know, even though it didn't pour, that rain kind of wears you down, man. Oh, yeah. That's what the uh, the Donnie enclosure is crucial for this time of year up there. Yeah. Can I ask one more question about this before you move on to the raffle table? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Owen and Nate, your first tournament, did you guys feel any type of pressure or was it more like excitement? I didn't feel any pressure. I was just, I didn't want to screw up at the boat ramp. I didn't want to do something stupid and embarrass myself. That was the main thing. Like I had very low expectations, guys. No offense to my team, team jerking, jigging and jagging, but my, the bar was low in, in my eyes. And so I was happy I was happy to not have made a fool of myself. Yeah, I would I I would reflect that. I mean, I drink icy light. You know, don't have high expectations. <laughs> you just enjoy what you got and move on. Are you saying you didn't have high ex- expectations because you were drinking icy light? No, it's just what or, I'm accustomed to. It's my baseline. It's a parallel. Yeah. <laughs> As an icy light drinker, you expect yeah, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Bought rock bottom expectations. No, but I I thought I was excited. I mean, it was fun. It was fun to fish with you guys. 
I mean, if we would have seen caught five fish, if we caught no no fish, I mean, I feel like it was the same. I would have, I'd have enjoyed it. I think it's pronounced Ian's guys. <laughs> Barely certain that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we we. Okay. We don't put a muskie in the bag. We go back to the ramp and we head over to Mayville Park where they run it. I guess they had the gazebo and there were Katia had a full spread of pizza. And you guys want to talk about the raffle table? First of all, the pizza was really good for, uh, you know, I, it wasn't your typical pizza. I thought thought the pizza was really good. It was, uh, the raffle table was really good. Um, Katia, Knocked it out of the park with getting people to to pony up baits because man, there was all kinds of stuff. Uh, what we had, I mean, I donated some stuff. Oh, we got to meet Bucko Muro from Bucko Bucko's Branded Baits. He was another sponsor of the event. He had some baits on the uh, table, and we got to meet him. Really cool guy. Hope to have him on on the on the podcast before the New York show at some point to talk about his baits because he really makes some some cool looking stuff like stuff that doesn't look like everyone else's stuff. So it, I, I, I'm interested in, in talking to him. Uh, let's see what else who, uh, there was some, obviously some bakers in there. I got a baker that Zach told me, uh, the, it only, it, the, the rattle only works one way. And I'm like, <laughs> is he just, is he jagging me? Like, is it like, and sure enough, the rattle only works one way. I'm like, what, how, how does, how in phys- name of physics does that work? Like it, anyways, I got a, a baker, uh, I think it was a seven and a half uh, with the rattle, which I'm nice. pretty happy about. And the strawberry. Stra- strawberry. <laughs> uh, one other, see, what else? let me, I got one other fishing related question. Did you end up getting a chip card? I did. I went to uh, Fish USA in Erie okay. and got it, and it worked out great. Uh, so that that the, and also, I don't know if you remember that I grabbed I grabbed your waypoints from Canada. Yeah, and was... I think I downloaded everything. So Nicely I had some done, of my, Owen. I had well some done. of your auto chart stuff. On my Classic. on my Helix Seven, so Did I didn't get, get mine too while we were up there. <laughs> <laughs> Just anybody that's at the dock, you know, <laughs> out there swiping cards. Yeah, part of the <laughs> swiper, no swiping. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, I got the card and it worked out great. I mean, um, you know, we had the the lake mapped and nice. The only thing that didn't work was was running the ethernet cord to the, the helix one. up front yeah oh well and i th- thought to myself i'm like i i couldn't remember if you did something to make yours work or whether it just at one point yeah worked i think i just like left it on all day one day and i guess word of the wise if you're networking set it up ahead of time i can tell you rebooting it didn't work yeah I think, and then even when it did work, I think I had to like go through and select like the transducer and like what, what uh, info I wanted 
or like what source to use what sort the map source yeah like map source and uh like gps like all that stuff you can select we didn't do any of that (laughs) no i i couldn't get it to work in within two minutes i was like i'm not i just put it away well, I mean, I would have been, I would have been the one using it. And I just, I felt like asking Owen and Ryan, what, how deep is it? Just every couple minutes. How deep is yeah. it here? <laughs> how deep is it here? Yeah. Let's, let's everybody know you're still invested. You know, what you guys seeing back there? Is it, deep, oh, how deep are you? You, you well, see that so dark. It was so by? dark in the morning. Like we didn't, you know, we weren't even going to mess with it. We just started fishing. And by that time, it was like the screwing. wind was blowing. It was raining. It was just like, yeah. we don't feel like farting around with this right now. It's, yeah. it's seven. It's cold. Me, the, the grizzly winter green. I was like, screw this fish finder. We're just doing the real stuff. Doing <laughs> that job. Yeah. <laughs> So what, what did you guys end up getting on the raffle table? Well, I, I just want to say that all those 3-8 numbers were all getting all the love. That one guy cleared out every raffle ticket he had before they called a 3-9. I know. That's okay. Because I, I got my attention anglers must go on swim in these waters sign, which I don't know was a raffle prize or not. I asked Katia, and she's like, oh, that was from our collection. I was like, well, I want that. And I got it. That is pretty Explain cool. to our listeners what, what that is. It's the sign that, that they put at the boat ramp that says, hold horizontal, do not hold vertical. You know, minimal, minimum legal size is 40 inches. It's posted on all the boat ramps at uh, Chautauqua. Now I got the one. Photos pound, should pound. be taken with a vertical boga hold. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's, now it's hanging proudly in Pound Town. Oh, wait, that's that, in Ohio. That's where that sign is. My bad. Not yeah. anymore. <laughs> I interested to get one of the uh, the muskies Canada one. Yeah, and then I'll have the full set. Got to collect, catch them all. Yeah, that was my big haul. That was that's all I wanted. I would have passed up on the Bakers for the sign, to be honest. How about Ryan Reed? <laughs> What'd you win? I I wanted that. Not I think it was a nine inch Baker. It was like brown perch. It just looked so good. It looked dope. And <laughs> it, was I, nice. I, it dude. And that's honestly, I've decided like for New York, because now I'm going to New York. Um, I've decided that that's that is going to be the reason for me being in New York. And and I've we've talked about this, like I've been using so many different like PA made baits and I haven't really given like I haven't really given the boss shads and, and the bakers as much love. But I think I think it's time. New York's going to be. I, I feel like I'm going to get into some some different style of bakers than I normally would run. Like I want to get some of the bigger models. I'm gonna try to take a look at some of that stuff and see see what goes. But I ended up for the raffle table. I got like a Bondi. I got like a, a bulldog. Some stickers. A chapter seventy uh, hoodie. Shout out to Bucko again uh, for bringing you know. He's, and I didn't realize Buck is yeah, the uh, president of Chapter 70. Yep. Which is super cool. Super nice guy. And so I ended up with a hoodie and some stickers and a couple baits. It was it was pretty it was productive raffle. Chapter 69 and 70, do they still do the uh I I don't think they do. They they were doing like a chapter challenge, like a trail almost. It seemed pretty cool. I think they did like a few of the Tiger Lakes across there that are like finger lakes chautauqua and it was like four or five stops yeah seemed like a really cool tournament idea 
Yeah, so it was pretty cool. It was nice. Everybody kind of showed up at the gazebo, ate pizza, got to buy some raffle tickets and hang out and BS. And man, it was a fun time. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, again, got to meet Adam from Top Line Baits in person. Uh, you know, shout out to him and his crew. They they won the what they took down the big prize. Uh, this was an all cash event, so they ended up doing all right. So, you know, and it was really cool hanging out. We're going to get to hang out with him. He's going to be at the New York show bringing top line baits. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited for that because, man, his I'm telling you, dude, his baits have become like my go to jerk baits. I, I just absolutely love them. That's why I thought it was so cool to see that they came down for that tournament. That's that was really cool. Yeah, there were some there were some big big boats in it, man. Like this wasn't like you know the a, a little I don't know. That's why it's not how, that's why it's not say, the little baller. The big baller. Did he say how far would drive that? Whoever is? named <laughs> it needs a raise, Katia. Did Adam say how far <laughs> of a, a cruise it was for for them? I didn't ask, but he's they're like along Lake Erie. Yeah. I think like near the Grand River. Probably it's gotta be like an hour and a half or two hours, something like that. Which really isn't I mean, it's probably not as far as you guys had to travel to Chautauqua. Yeah, no, that's nothing. I, I that's really nothing. But, yeah, it's like Chautauqua's like three hours from my house. Yeah. Which yeah, maybe an hour from the border. Yeah, that's wild. I guess I never really thought about that part of it. Because that's what I guess they used to do, like Can-Am tournaments there. Like a Canadian. I think they would flip-flop between like Chautauqua and Corthas or something like that. Musky events or just like all species? Musky events. I think Todd Young talked about it a little bit in one of the AZ podcasts. It was easy uh, getting there. It was a hard time getting home. Well, uh, yeah, so we get back to Dota. We eat another pile of meat and french fries. <laughs> we watch another movie, laugh a lot, have a couple beers. What happened to you on Sunday morning? Well, Ryan woke up at four in the morning to, to peace out. And I'd like... You know, yeah, you guys were out early. Yeah. Well, I heard Ryan get up and I I waved to you. It was dark out. I don't think he saw me. I was just like, <laughs> was like see a buddy? No, I didn't Hi, wave Ryan. to you. Uh-oh. I gave you the Charlie treatment. No waves. No ways. Well done. Yeah, I got. I left at six. I got to six and just bolted. And like six ten, I'm like, "What the hell's up with my car?" I pull off on some like dirt road. I had a flat tire, pouring rain, cold as shit, pitch black. I was like, "Man," <laughs> I text Ryan. He didn't pick up. I'm like, "I'm not waking Owen up. He's still sleeping." So just change the tire in the middle of nowhere. You know, where were uh, what like were you real close to the cottage? Uh, yeah, I was still on Cooley. Oh, wow. So you were you were real close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I banged it up good. I don't know what I did. So, yeah, I, I'm texting Nick at like seven in the morning because I knew his ass was up. I'm, <laughs> I, I, it took me like an hour to get to Meadville. I tried to go to Walmart. I was like, I'm just buying a tire now. They don't have tires. I'm like, man, it's a Sunday. Like, this is a mess. I pull into a get go to get air in my tire. The the friggin' donut had eleven pounds of pressure in it. Should have had sixties. Oh, oh yeah, I'm like, oh, I should have died on you know the back roads. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll just oh put God. air in all my tires. The back tire has a nail sticking out of it. I'm like, what the flip? What's uh. going on? Yeah, 
So I drove with my four ways on uh, all the way, whatever. It took me like three hours to get home. It was nuts. Oh, wow. That's a nightmare because it was raining the whole time, too. Oh, yeah. And it's it was pouring. Just, just to drive. Yeah. And I'm like, can't drive faster oh. than 50 miles per hour with a donut. And just to watch 18 wheelers come fuck freaking flying up on your <laughs> tail and, and then just swerve out of the way to miss you. I'm like, oh. And I just. Oh, yeah. I, they don't give a fudge about you a flying flipping fudge about anything why yeah. the fuck are you all skirting around <laughs> saying fuck i don't know they were trying to not I'll say swear. it for you ryan said don't swear no we got that explicit warning don't worry oh uh, yeah fuck yeah well no but I, I kept waiting for owen to pass me i'm like some point owen's gonna wake up and come cruising by like, look at this asshole but i i yeah that was the only thing that kept me going maybe i will pass you but yeah, this lady in a similar car, I like have my face in the wind, like window, and it wasn't you, somebody else. <laughs> That's why I just looked. It was like eight oh five. You sent me a picture of changing a tire on the side of the road. Yeah, and I had that flat at six ten. That I was still doing it like an hour and a half later. I was just like, ah, yeah, I'm hungover, tired, like oh fuck, you know. So whatever, it was a good, good time. I was so far down the road. Yeah, and Ryan's like, I just pulled in my house. You okay, buddy? I'm like, no. (laughs) No, I'm not okay. So far from okay. (laughs) I was at my house. I forgot the message. Oh, too bad I'm at my house. I could have come back. (laughs) Two and a half hours, man. No, you're good. We're good. Amazing. Memorable. It was a memorable weekend. Never forget your first. Never, ever. (laughs) Hey, but shout out to Toyota. Your spare putting on kit is pretty baller. I sunk that hit, that uh, jack all the way like seven inches in the mud and still got the Highlander up. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I didn't realize you were that close. Like, I thought you were. Way on your way, yeah. When you buy a Highlander, does it come with the movie Highlander? There can only be one. That's right. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Great soundtrack, by the way. Hell yeah! So where do we go from here, boys? (laughs) Well, the next bed. The next day. The next day. Someone in a red T-shirt got out fishing (laughs) and broke a curse. Can we hear about this broken curse? Yeah, that's right. You got the <laughs> friggin' musky coat slimed up. Wait, can we talk about this coat real quick? With the, backstory the honorable the president. Yes. Give us the backstory on the coat and then get into... I think into Nate should really give the backstory on the coat. I don't know if there's a backstory. I, lo- I love eBay. I love <laughs> scrolling through eBay and just finding stupid shit. And I found, I, I've been finding musky related coats. So if anybody out there wants a musky coat, put me on a scent. I got you. <laughs> But I felt, yeah, there's a satin jacket. That said, what's it say? Little Musky on it? Yeah. I, I, it looks like something that, like, a youth sports team would wear. It's like one of those, like, like little athletic jackets. Yeah, satin uh, bomber. And it says Little jacket. Muskies on it. I, I want to see people, like, like, I wonder if that's, like, a, you know, a soccer team in, in Wisconsin or something. <laughs> the, the, uh, the Little Muskies, you know. But uh, yes, that that's what it is. 
And uh, Nate sent it to the group, and I was just like, I got to have it. So I spent more money than anyone <laughs> should probably on a stupid coat like that. But it was good luck. I still got it. So now do you alternate between the Ricky Bobby jacket and that one? Yeah, well, one? the Ricky Bobby jacket is extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> but we love our sponsors. So <laughs> we have to wear it occasionally. But that thing's like an extra small motorcycle riding jacket. So when I, I really can't actually physically fish in it well because I can't really move. But it's just so damn awesome that I still like to wear it occasionally it's amazing to me that you filled it you, you just like you fit in child's clothing <laughs> yeah like a 120 pounds soaking wet that's what i'm like so envious like larissa we get her like hunting boots child size it's like half the price literally 50 percent off <laughs> amazing but yeah so <laughs> so we uh I, I got out that Sunday. I actually I've been I had been talking to Joel a good bit because uh the Arthur tournament was coming up and uh talking to Doug a little bit too and Doug threw out the invite, asked if I wanted to come out and go fishing with him. Sure, why the hell not? When you get an opportunity to get out with the soggy bottom boys, it's a hard one to pass up. So right. uh I shot uh you know, they told me if I wanted to bring Kellen along, I should do that. So I figured I'd let him come too. So I hit him up and um we all went up we went up to Pima Tuning. Met met Doug and, and Joel out there and we got out on the water and uh as as anyone that has ever fished with the uh the soggy bottom boys know it doesn't take long. You're gonna hear clickers regardless because those guys love to love to bang structures. <laughs> We were uh we we were snagged up in about like six minutes into the trip, you know, and did that a few <laughs> more times. But uh we were out for a while. We had a, it was a kind of a slow morning, and uh then uh I ended up what was it? Probably it was probably around like one o'clock, I would have to think. We've been out for a good four or five hours and uh we got uh we got a rip on a mag. I uh, grabbed the rod. Um, had to fish right to the net, as I was you know it, it wasn't a real big fish. It was probably mid maybe upper thirties. That's like like thirty six, thirty seven. Right as I was trying to lift it for Doug to scoop it in the net, it was right there and it just popped. Bait flew right at my face. Doug tried to net him while he was swimming away but didn't quite get to him and and that was that we were 0 for 1 <laughs> then we uh went ahead and did the Ryan Reed and snagged the carp and snagged the catfish like back to back in like 2 minutes oh yeah after we got set back up. I like that <laughs> keeps uh, it interesting yeah yeah well, that was that was good and then uh it it, it was it was pretty wild. There was definitely like a midday, uh, midday bite that it, it, cause everything, it all happened. All our action was in like an hour, pretty much. Uh, I had that fish on and we snagged a couple of fish <laughs> and then, uh, we, we got going again and we weren't trolling for very long. And, uh, the same rod went off again and I grabbed it and I could tell it was a little bit bigger fish, but this is where, the downfall of the little muskies jacket 
is that I learned it also has little pockets. Uh, I think when this was designed <laughs> in 1993 or whenever it was, seven year old baseball uh, people, <laughs> yeah, people weren't carrying around big giant iPhones in their pockets. But I was, I, w- I was sitting in the chair eating chips, you know, as as you do while you're trolling and playing on my phone, and uh, the rod went off. So I shoved it in the pocket of my jacket and I went to grab it. It was the side rod, the boat rod. And when I leaned over to grab the rod, I literally grabbed it and I watched the phone come right out of my pocket, hit the gun all of the boat and go right into the water. And I'm like, oh, no, fuck. Oh. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm still fighting a fish. And like, I, I literally, I, yeah, Joel's standing right next to me. I was like, there goes my phone. He's like, you still got the fish. I'm like, yeah, I got the fish. <laughs> Whatever. But I need my oh, phone. <laughs> fuck the phone. What are you going to do? We ain't coming back for it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, it, but we uh, I ended up I landed that fish. Um, I don't know if it comes from being a little rusty because I hadn't landed a fish in a while, or if my I was a little uh, off kilter from the phone going in the water. But when I went to put the fish on the bump, uh, it thrashed on me and somehow managed to flip kind of completely opposite of the way I had it right, like. The way I was trying to put it on the bump to bump it, it thrashed and it did almost a complete flip and ended up the other way. And when I tried to kind of catch it and keep it from hitting the ground, hitting the bottom of the boat, I managed to grab like right inside of the fish's mouth. Uh, And I took two teeth right into my pointer and uh, what is it? Middle finger. Uh, right in the top of both of them. I've never actually took a tooth like that. And I got, I had two of them. So I was uh, bleeding profusely. Uh, if you can actually see the blood pouring out of my hand in the photos, if you look closely, maybe, maybe we could put a close up of that on the, uh, on the flyer <laughs> of this one. But uh, Jeez. Yeah, it was Sounds a, like uh, quite it, an adventure. Holy it was shit. a rough t- it's been a rough year already, and that fish did not come easy. I'll say that. <laughs> I had to give up a lot. I was, uh, what What do you say, Ryan? Shaking and bleeding. I was going to say, you ain't on Doug's boat unless you're shaking and bleeding, baby. Yeah, I lost a pint of blood on Doug's boat. Right. I guess I should have used Doug's boga. <laughs> he had it sitting there. But, uh, but Too yeah. stubborn. So we got the fish released, and uh, it was it was. It was good. That was the first fish I had caught in a while. Uh, so that was fun. It was it was fun to do it with Doug and Joel and obviously Kellen. Uh and we got we got set back up. That fish was 42 inches, by the way. A nice fish. Uh again, it ate a mag. Uh we got set back up. No, I'm sorry. That's a lie. That was fish was not on a mag. Kellen's fish was on a mag. That fish was on a Ziggy. Ooh, well, a 10 inch. Yes, 10 inch Ziggy. And then, uh, yeah, we got set back up. We started trolling, and it was not long at all. The rod went off again. This time, Kellen was up. So Kellen jumped on it. Uh, he managed to do it while keeping his phone and, and not slicing any of his fingers open. And he landed a uh, nice 45, like a 45 and a half inch fish. I think it was really thick, beautiful fish. Uh, you know, 
he has he's another one of those guys that has a knack for uh for finding the bigger ones but uh we put a, a you know that was another nice fish he let that one go and then it kind of died off for a while that was like a flurry of action that we had right in like middle of the midday major if i remember right i think it was full moon weekend is that right you guys yes, were listening that, that weekend is, too yeah that, and that was correct. like all our action was around that midday major for the most part and then it got real dead again and uh we were trolling back to the ramp we didn't fish till dark but it was like six i think uh and we were less than 50 yards from the ramp and we actually had another one on and uh but it it wasn't real big and it ended up getting off too but we did have another bite on the board line I think that was a mag as well, if I remember. But yeah, so that was that was that day. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, if anybody, I think most of us here have fished with the Bang and Bottom Boys, Doug and Joel, at least at some point. But uh, if you haven't, man, those guys, number one, they know Pima tuning better than just about anybody. They are always on the fish. They know that like it's it's you know their their knowledge of that body of water is probably unmatched in my opinion uh number two they're just fun guys to get out and fish with man they're they are funny dudes they are out there to have a good time uh and uh i just want to you know if they happen to listen to this thank them again for taking us out and having a fun day because uh i needed it Anybody that's been listening to this podcast knows that I haven't had been having a whole lot of fun lately. So getting out with Joel and Doug was probably right uh, the you know exactly what the doctor ordered. And the curse is broken. Yeah. Yeah. With a with a legal one. How yeah. did the fillets taste? Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't eat them over 40 out of pie me. Uh, wow. you know, with that 30 inch limit, I like to to think of it as like a nice slot fish between 30 yeah, the smaller and 40. Ones, yeah. They're the good eaters. Perfect. You know, if once you get over 40, I usually let them go. Those are the good ones. Yeah. It's Y bones, dull the knife. Speaking of our president, I started what I'm calling the book of Joel. Oh dear. <laughs> And I've I've talked to our president and Doug and the bag and bottom guys this week, and I've put together more than several of Joel's famous quotes. So at some point I'll have to rattle some of these off. But yeah, I'm glad you you had a good day out there. You guys got two really nice, healthy pine and tuning fish. Yeah, and I mean it more so it's getting out with those guys. You know, again, number one. They're just fun guys to fish with, but number two, uh, you know, there's there's a lot to learn from from those guys, and that's that's the type of stuff that you know you it's uh, it's priceless. You know, when you when you can get out with somebody, like I, you know, when when Doug says, "Hey, you want to come jump on the boat and and go for a ride around Pima Tuning?" That's an opportunity that I'm not going to pass up because I know the <clears throat> the time that Doug has spent out there that you know the uh consistency of the fish that he puts in the boat so it's it's a great 
great learning experience. A lot of how fun. many how many rods were you guys running with that many guys on board? So there's four. It was you, Doug, Joel, and Kellen. Like you yeah, were, we, you were, running we were twelve running, rods, eight. No, rods? we were we were only running eight, only eight, only eight. <laughs> nice small <laughs> spread, but no front rods. No, no front we didn't. Rods. We didn't play with any front rods. Nope. The front rod went off when I was banging bottom. Multiple times it did. Yeah, that's no. something. Did you did you tell him the secret location of uh, Joe Exotic's last known resting place? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Well, look, I, I like Doug and Joel, but come on now, I got <laughs> still planning on going back for that bait someday. Can I read to you guys two Joel quotes? Oh yeah, first Joel quote: Check your feelings at the dock. <laughs> it's a good one. Second Joel quote, I ain't saying I always did it right. I'm just saying I didn't do it wrong. <laughs> I Dude, wish I could remember. You've got to add. That's relatable. Uh, the, I got two pair of no balance. Oh, it's on there. <laughs> I, I wish it. I could remember the exact quote. Uh, one's worn, one's worn in, the other one's getting there. <laughs> but, yeah, he... Uh, he made uh, a, a quick announcement at the Arthur tournament for oh. me at the after the show, or a, after the uh, the registration and everything. And uh, you know there weren't a whole lot of fish caught. And he said something along the lines of, <laughs> "Hey guys, maybe there weren't a lot of fish caught, but what the fuck else would we be doing today?" <laughs> he literally said, "This is on my list because I wrote this down." Joel's exact quote for the Arthur tournament. He. First oh, you of have all, it. Oh, yeah. I have it, dude. It's on my list because I okay, laughed good. so hard. <laughs> I wish I had one. it on video. We'll yes. talk about this more when we get there. He gave the greatest weigh-in speech I have ever heard in my life. Yes. If anybody listening happened to be there and got that on video, please send it to me. Please do. He His quote was, well, guys, Arthur can be t- Arthur can be tough this time of year. But did anybody have their dog die? Did your wife leave you? No. We all had a good day. <laughs> you always got to put it in perspective, you know? <laughs> well, the last Joel quote I have for right now is, I got to tell you this because this is the greatest one. I didn't choose this lifestyle. This lifestyle chose me. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, I got a whole list of them. Got a whole list. Let's of talk them. about uh, that. That takes us to the the next subject of of discussion, and that is the Arthur tournament. Donnie, you want to tell us about that? Uh, yeah, I can. Or maybe maybe Ryan wants to jump in. No, and you did Ryan's your... perspective on it. You were tournament director. I'll give you my perspective after. Okay. So, uh, what am I doing here? I'm just starting at the beginning. Yeah. Well, you're a tournament director. Well, yeah. Know. So this is the second time that I ran a, uh, you know, this tournament. I uh, I volunteered to do this, you know, two years ago. Uh, truth be told, I'll I'll be completely honest. Uh, last year, I felt overwhelmed, at, at least at the beginning, unprepared. I didn't fully realize what I was getting myself into. I guess. I had never done it, so I was just kind of winging it. And uh, we got through it. 
<clears throat> and everything worked out. But this year I wanted to try and be a little more prepared. Uh, have a little better game plan for, you know, everything that I was going to do after seeing how it went last year, I was able to be, you know, I'd like to think more prepared. So, uh, one of the things that I learned last year is that if you say registration is from seven to seven forty-five, and you get to the launch at six forty-five, there's going to be twenty-five people waiting for you already, which that I didn't realize, you know. So, and that's where I, last year I got a little overwhelmed right out of the gate because people were storming my truck as soon as I pulled in, and I just I wasn't ready for it, but. This year, I uh, number one, right out of the bat, I'm going to give a shout out to Evan Shoss. Uh, he offered to, he asked me if I wanted to fish with him. Uh, so I did. And, you know, he made that offer not only so we could fish together, but he said, you know, he knew that I was going to have a lot going on. And that way I didn't have to deal with my boat or any of that kind of crap. You know, he could do the boat and I can just hop on with him once everything was ready and go fish. So I didn't have to worry about hooking a boat up in the morning or, or prepping any of that or anything. Uh, I got there just a little after six. Uh, got a, I had some lights set up because it was still dark. Got a table out, got all the registration, all that stuff ready. Uh, people started showing up shortly after. Uh, but I was able to to, to get them all registered. Ryan and, and Charlie ended up coming and and giving me a hand uh a little bit later you know around the time people were actually supposed to be there but uh we had <clears throat> we ended up with 49 entrants which i thought was pretty good especially because this was uh i had changed some things from last year and i didn't know if it was gonna if people were gonna be receptive to that or not but uh i had moved the date back a little over a month. It's typically at the end of September. We made it the, the first week of November. And <clears throat> it's also been a two-day tournament for a while. Uh, I don't know forever, but for as long as I can remember. And we ended up shaving it down to one day. Uh, we did get a, a lot of input from other club members on that. And it seemed like everybody was in favor of that. The two days are fun, but it is, it's tough. You, I mean, you guys know it's tough to get away for the entire weekend. Especially in the like late fall like that, you know, when the weather can be dicey, you do a two day tournament, you know, if the weather's bad, you can suck it up for a one day or, you know, it's, but ask, right. you know, you're going to get a lot of guys that are going to bitch if it's November and all of a sudden you get bad weather, then you're going to be like, what Donnie, why Donnie change it to, you know, to November. This is always in September and the weather's beautiful. Probably a Donnie stink idea. Yeah, it's a Donnie stink idea. It's a Donnie stink idea. <laughs> I, I got to say this too. Like Arthur's kind of like for a lot of us, Arthur's kind of considered home water. And for those of us that are driving an hour to get to Arthur, like a two day tournament, if you're not staying up there, it kind of sucks to, to haul everything back up a second day. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but like, that one, that one day was, I, I loved it. I thought that was great. It's kind of like, it's one of those lakes where it's like, it's too close 
to try and make a weekend out of it by like staying somewhere, but it's just far enough that it sucks to go back and forth two days in a row, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, so uh, good turnout. Um, Everybody, beautiful day. The weather was absolutely perfect. Uh, it, you know, fishing was musky fishing. Uh, Charlie Mueller, uh, who, you know, obviously we were texting back and forth, Charlie, Ryan, Evan, and I, all the haters. Uh, and uh, Charlie, he got his two fish pretty early. Uh, I think probably in like the first hour, maybe first hour or two, huh, Ryan? Yeah, it was, it was like the first hour, maybe the second hour. And we, we were, Dan and I were fishing that like right in the same area. We actually watched Charlie catch the second fish. It was like right in front of us. So it was probably what that tournament started at what? Eight. Yeah. It was eight to five thirty. That might've been like nine thirty, nine forty five, something like that. Yeah. Um, Evan and I, you know, the, there's not a whole lot to report there. We fished all day. I might, we may have had, you know, we had one possible mystery tug, but you know, <laughs> you know how that goes. Sorry. <laughs> you like that, Nate? The old mystery tug. It got me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but just like with the soggy bottom boys the week before, Evan and I had no shortage of laughs. Uh, that's for sure. We had a, a lot of fun. Uh, ran a lot of Shaw's bait company baits, ran some other shit. Uh, just, just wasn't our day, but um, I don't know. Ryan, do you want to talk a little bit about your fishing side of things? How many fish were caught total in that, that tournament? Seven fish were turned in. And, and that's 30 or over? Yes. Yeah, okay. nobody nobody tur- registered any subs. I don't know if any were caught. I mean, there were some people that didn't come to the registration, so there may have been a, a handful more fish fo- caught, but there were seven fish turned in. All were over 30. Uh, first place was Charlie Mueller and uh, what's John, John Felix. John right? Felix, yep. Yeah, uh, with a, it was like a 38 and a quarter and a 41 and a half, I believe. I'm not mistaken. Uh, this was a best three fish tournament. Uh, nobody actually registered three. Charlie, Charlie was the only one with two. Actually, uh, yeah. Uh, second place was George McGrady again, the legend, as Owen said, uh, and <laughs> Brian Phillips, his boat partner. Uh, they also had big fish as well. It was a uh, forty-three and a half, I believe, maybe forty-three and a quarter. Our kids, our kids are going to talk about the days that George McGrady used uh, dominated the Muskie Zig tournaments. Dad, you used to go into those Muskie tournaments with George McGrady and Brian Phillips. George, George yes. McGrady, what a yes. great he guy! He used to take my twenty five dollars every tournament for ten years straight. <laughs> what, what, yeah, Nate was saying before this, before we started, he was talking about the the Bill Brasky. I will, a bitch. I will only speak of Bill McGr- or George McGrady as Bill Brasky for now on. He caught all our muskies. <laughs> George is loved them for any of us again. <laughs> yeah. He dude, I will say this. Like, you know, if he's in a tournament, you know he's gonna put fish in the bag. Like, yeah. 
Always. Like he always yeah. finds a way to catch fish. And like, even if it's one fish, it's usually like a good fish that he places. So man, kudos to him. He's just, the consistency is amazing. Gamer. Gamer. Hey, I, didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to say Bettis. this. You asked about what Lori caught it on. It was his fist. Like, like Chuck a, Norris. Chuck Norris. Yeah. Chuck. <laughs> George McGrady is Chuck Norris. What a guy. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah. okay. Do you know third place? Because I have it if you don't. I forget. I know it, but I forget. And I don't have it in front of me. So. Third place was Tyler and Hud Robbins. Yes. 39 and a, and a half. Yeah. Dano, Dano and I fished that one pretty, pretty hard, honestly. I feel like we had a good mm-hmm. game plan. Um, we stayed in that same area Charlie was in. Uh, Todd Young was fishing that area as well. Oh, Jake Lakovic, by the way. Give him a shout-out, too, because Jake caught a fish in that tournament, too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize he fished it. Yeah, he sh- he ended up coming. Uh, I believe he did say it was his first tournament as well, first tournament he had ever fished. And I'll bet he'll remember it. In the boat. <laughs> it got, what's that? I'll never forget I'll bet it. he'll remember never it. Never forget Never forget your first. I think yeah, he, we, I believe he registered a 34 incher. Uh, yeah, he got a 34. And, Did he uh, get that on one of his baits? You know, I can't remember what he said it was on. I, it might have been on a Leo. I can't remember. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I, can't remember. That. I think it is. It was now that you say that. But he said he got it on a mag. Dan and I fished the same areas that they were in. And honestly, like Charlie started off a lot shallower than us because I was kind of thinking like game planning. We got out there and the water temp was 48 degrees. I was like, oh, boy, like I just felt like those fish like we've we kind of been talking like as a group about how these fish like go shallow in the fall. And usually like around that 50 to 52 mark, they kind of start transitioning out you know, to deeper water. I felt like we hit it like right during a transitional period. Like that tournament fell on at a time where you you could get fish shallow, you could go a little deeper. I could be wrong there. Dan and I kind of took a stab and said we're gonna fish deeper, and uh, we ended up like, you know, the Arthur mystery rips. Like Donnie talked about the mystery tug. <laughs> like that is, dude, Arthur for some reason. And I remember talking to Evan and Charlie about this before, and they were talking about how people have said like you catch one in like three or one in four fish on Arthur for some reason. Like it's just, yeah, it's just like they like to just nip baits, and for some reason, like we had like multiple rips, and one I was actually staring at the board as we were coming out into like thirteen feet of water or twelve feet of water. And it was definitely a fish. Like I, I watched the board get ripped behind the boat. By the time I got to the rod, it wasn't there. Um, but we, I mean, we fished a lot of these areas and we worked shallow. We worked deeper. Dan actually, and I hope he's okay with me telling this story, but you guys know, like things happen on the water, right? Like it, it doesn't always go smooth. Like we're, we're, we're coming across like nine feet of water. Where did Dan touch you? Yeah. Dan's rod goes off, right? (laughs) Mystery tug. It it was definitely not a mystery tug. And this was definitely a muskie. Dan's rod goes off. He grabs the rod. I'm trying to work my way back to him. And and he had like a green box sitting right in the middle of the boat. And I had like, I had to like get over this box and I was getting ready to clear rods. And he put his hand on the tiller and went to slow the boat down and inadvertently slammed it in reverse 
and like we both stopped and like looked i was like what is going on like it just it something didn't feel right and with that slack line like that fish came off so we we actually missed a really good opportunity there to put a fish in the bag and dude it just it's one of those things that happens you know like it you're you're trying to scramble to get to the rod and put pressure on the fish and I'm trying to work in behind him to try to get some stuff out of the way and get prepped to grab the net. And, you know, he just, it just, the throttle went into reverse and I think slack lined us. So that was, uh, that was the only fish I knew for sure that we had on that. I mean, who knows the clicker sounded really good. I'm not going to say it would have put us on the board, but you know, we would have needed a 39, we would have needed a 40 inch fish. So who knows? Like, but that was it, dude. We had a, I had a great day. Like we had fun. We laughed a lot. You know, it was cool kind of fishing next to Todd Young, you know, like just being able to watch Todd and it, it's kind of hard in the area that we were fishing. Like it's hard to not watch guys. Cause you're like, that's fairly close quarters back in there in the area. So it was kind of cool fishing that tournament. And Donnie, going back to signups, like it was one of those things where you had stepped away for a sec, I think. And like I look and I see this big, pretty white ranger pull in. And like out of the darkness and the mist comes Todd Young and his brother, like walking up to registration. And I was like, holy crap, like Todd's here. And he, he's it's like, Todd Young. He walks up to the thing and he's like, it's been so long since I fished one of these. Like, how do you sign up? And I was like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's on me, Mr. Young. Yeah. yeah <laughs> You're yeah. good. Yeah. This is super cool to see Todd <laughs> out there and, uh, man, what a turnout, man. You got, you guys had for 49 guys to show up to that tournament on a Saturday that people should be bow hunting. That was unreal. Unreal. The amount of support that you got for that tournament. Yeah, it was, it, it was, uh, like I said, I, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, <clears throat> I even had people texting me, you know, leading up to it. Like, hey, how many people were you expecting? I'm like, I don't know. I I changed the date. I changed some things. Uh, hopefully more than this. I, yeah, hopefully some people show up. I'm like, I have a few people that I know told me they're coming. Other than that, I, I we're going we're gonna to see what happens. They might say Donnie Stink ruined the tournament and nobody showed up and you know, next year somebody else will run it. Now, was it uh, what was the like comparatively versus last year? You know how many fish were caught last year at the old time? I'd have to go back and look. There were there were a few more fish caught last year, but honestly, I don't feel like there was substantially more fish caught last year, if I recall. Yeah. And it was a two day tournament last year, so right. Uh, that's why I think you're almost like better off being after you're late enough that it's after the, you know, turnover. Right. Period. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what I was hoping for. Like, we don't really, you know, our club didn't really have a, a late fall tournament and, you know, just looking at the thing, you know, our tournament schedule, we already had one in September. So September was a month where we had two because we always have the Allegheny river tournament. The first, weekend of september and then to throw another uh on and truth be told part of it was me being selfish too when i was talking about it but we uh, you know we were going to nipissing the first weekend of september then to try and 
do a two-day tournament the last weekend of September. That that was just a lot for me. Uh, so uh, in talking to other guys in, in the club, they seem to like the idea of looking at, you know, a later fall tournament. So we figured we'd give it a shot. I know uh, Ryan was involved in that conversation, Charlie, Evan, a few guys. I didn't just change it all on my own. I got a little bit of uh, advice yeah. from, from others. but There was a lot of feedback to Joel on that email, too. I mean, guys wanted the one day. so Right. And, there were a couple you know, guys that said, you know, oh, I like to come for the whole weekend or this or that. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, you could still do that. Like, but you're yeah, right. Arthur is like a destination You can fish all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. not like a destination place. Like, it w- Right. Right. And that's what it's just. It's a tough one. I mean, it, it's if you can, if you have the freedom, like I'd love to go fish the whole weekend. Like, don't get me wrong, but I I honestly think that the one day probably helped with the turnout because it's tough to be able to dedicate a full weekend, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, if I can't go both days, I'm not. I'm not going to go spend my money. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. So I don't know. It seemed yeah, because going to going fishing, you know, really, really makes the, uh, the, the wife happy. If you, if you take like a whole week weekend away, mm-hmm. yeah. I, it tends, tends to make things like, you know, nice and smooth at home. <laughs> it's a relationship <laughs> enhancer. I was going to say, Owen, you haven't seen the, the visit Butler County billboards. In Pittsburgh, do you guys not have those? Oh, we have. Them. I don't know. We have them. I've seen them. What does it say? Not a real thing. I'm just. You said it's not a destination. It was like. Oh. You you yeah. haven't seen like you haven't seen like the visit Butler pan like pamphlets. Yeah. You go to like outdoor shows. They have like a whole book that's like on Butler County. It's got an Afro man on the front. It says I'm Afro man, your new Butler. It's <laughs> so dumb. So I, I gotta I gotta say something else about this because whenever you so at the end of the day everybody comes back for what do we call that? It's not a weigh in, but it's like registration. That's what everybody calls it. It's, you know, weigh in. Yeah, I think registration is what you do in the morning. I always trip up on that too. I guess it's a weigh in. It's just obviously with us we're not summary. We're not walking up with a, a bag full of muskies and throwing them on a scale. Maybe yeah. we could try that next year, but. Award ceremony. Guys, shout out to 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 Chris Chichi Chichis, the Chichis Chichi Chi Chihi Chris Chihi <clears throat> Chichis. Shout out to Chris because his wife made an entire tray of cookies, and he brought it to like a giant tray of cookies, dude. Yeah, there had awesome. to be like it was awesome. Like they had all kinds of cookies in there, and shout out to him and and his his wife for making cookies for that stuff. That was super cool. But you guys, yeah, one, did... one suggestion oh. next year, Chris, if you could bring some with weed in them, you know, that'd be cool. <laughs> but it was a good first try. Does it have weed in it? <laughs> the cookies were, were weed free and they were delicious. Uh, yes, they were. <laughs> I want to hear all about Don senior's wild pine yes. grill. Wild Arthur I was getting, grill. I was wild working Arthur there. Grill. You guys get fresh cod fillets uh, down. The snowway. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, we lost Ryan. Where's he running off to? Yeah, he so himself. So tell us excited. about Don, Don Senior. Uh, what did what did Don Senior have in 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 store for everybody? Yes. <laughs> so we brought this up 
you know, like a, a week or two before the tournament, I asked my dad if he would be willing to uh, do some grilling for us at the weigh-in. Uh, and he said, he, he said yes, but he wasn't, he didn't seem real keen on it. And when I, when I told him, I was like, uh, we, we're going to bring, uh, we have this portable little grill that we're going to bring and we'll set it up. We could just do some hot dogs or whatever. And, uh, so he calls me a few days later and he's like, if we're going to do this, he's like, you know, we got to, we got to be more prepared than this. It's kind of like, that's my man. I yes. can't, I, he, he's not going to sign off on a, a willy nilly hot dog stand. He's like, not going to do like, some bullshit. Yeah. So <laughs> if I, first of all, he sends me this picture of this link to this, uh, uh specific brand of sausage. I can't, I I can't remember what it is. Uh, Uncle Charlie's check. No, uh, silver star uh, meats. Char- I, I wish Ryan didn't disappear because he might know. Ryan, there he is. He's back. Ryan, do you remember the, what is my dad's? What was my dad's special sausage that he sent <laughs> Charlie and it. Evan on a a wild goose chase for? Well, I told him. I text <laughs> your dad. Texted me and he said. Cause okay, so by the time I got there, there was one sausage left, and the guy in what? front of me grabbed it. He he literally was like, he looked at me, and he goes, "You know, Ryan, I'm disappointed that you didn't get to try my sausage." <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that sausage is—he sent you the link. It's, he let oh, you in. I have you're it. gonna you're gonna let it loose here. Wow, you're in a sausage it's, burn. It's here. I'm gonna sauce Is this a meat burn. burn? A meat I'm burn. Meat it, burn it. Burn it. <laughs> DeRusso's medium hot Italian sausage links frozen five pound box. D I DeRusso's D I R U S S O apostrophe S. And where were these DeRusso's? Well, that that's why I wanted to make sure I told this story because he sends me this picture, and Charlie had already said that he was gonna get the supplies for grilling. So my dad says. Charlie didn't realize that he was going to get specific sausage orders like this, though, when, when he agreed to this. Um, I love your dad. I so, love him. so I text Charlie on, on Thursday because I was going to go get it just so he didn't have to deal with this. I text Charlie. I'm like, are you going to get, uh, you know, the hot dogs and stuff tomorrow? And he's like, yeah, I have the money. And I was like, <laughs> I sent him this picture. I'm like, well, my dad wants this particular sausage. So, like, I can go get it if you want. No. And he's like, oh, no, I'll grab it. So I guess Friday, he's he went to, what, a Giant Eagle, a Walmart, and I think somewhere <laughs> else. And nowhere had this sausage. So he's texting on the group with me, Ryan, and Evan. And <laughs> Evan leaves work Friday and goes to Gordon Food Service somewhere. I don't even know where Gordon's is. He went to GFS because he looked online and found that they had the sausage and stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got yeah. GFS. We got one right on yeah. Route 30. Same saying. Yeah, we got, I got one in Monroeville and on All right. 30. Well, that seems to be the plug for the DeRusso sausage. You know what's you know what's right across the street from GFS, don't you? Harbor, Harbor Freight. Freight. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Ooh. <laughs> Who's oh, that? that's right. And Gabriel playing. Arbor Freight. Arbor Freight. Don't know her. <laughs> I'm a Nipix guy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. So, so Evan gets the sausage. So, yeah, I, I just had to tell that story because 
I shout out again to Evan and Charlie. They were running around Friday afternoon trying to find Don Senior's sausage. <laughs> well, you got to talk about this too because we didn't. We had forty nine people sign up, and at one point we're we're all on our respective boats, and the yeah. question comes up to the group chat: Are we going to have enough food? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'll be honest. I did not expect forty nine people to show up, and like we had like what. Like 20 hot dogs and 20 <laughs> sausages or something. The word spread <laughs> that you guys had the right sausages. <laughs> like, shit. So yeah, I had, I was like, the tournament was supposed to end at what, 5.30. I had Evan drop me off at the dock at 4.30 and I ran to the store and bought more, you know, backup sausages, not the good stuff. Or, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> some Oscar Mayer or something. I went and bought some more buns and, and some other food. And came back and, uh, I, th- yeah, did I mention that the other part of that was Don Sr. was not a fan of using this portable grill. Uh, so he forced Josh to help him load his full-size 36-inch Blackstone into the back of his <laughs> yes! truck to bring yes! with him with all of his supplies. Because he, he's yes! like, he didn't trust that, like, Evan was going to have the right uh, you know, spatula and this yes. kind of stuff. Like, everything. Yes, one. everything. Don Sr., <laughs> you're my hero. Like, it's got to, you got to have the right shit. Right. If you're going to oh, do yeah. it right, you got to do it right. He's like, if I'm going to do this, it has to be my way. So, yeah. You're damn right. He's, he pulls up to the boat ramp with his <laughs> giant Blackstone strapped in the back of his truck and all his Just, utensils, is that his apron, the whole nine yards. Did he have like, he have like <laughs> still, still DRE playing when he comes into the lot? That okay, so I'm looking at the picture I took of you and your dad in front of his Blackstone. Is that table to the right of the Blackstone? Your oh, yeah, table? That's, that's the is that, table. That's the table. That is the that's table. the table. How did yeah. I not know that that was yeah, the table? It's a special table. What is the table? What I don't. What, what are there we missing a, here? So, Canandota, go back to Hunks Weekend. A couple. What was that fall? I jumped on the boat with Donnie and his dad, and Don Senior proceeds to tell me what? What? How did he say it? He was like, you know, there's just certain things in a man's life that are just sacred. And he's talking about he went and bought this folding table. And he was like, <laughs> like to quote, to quote Don Senior, he was like, "This is I, I can't remember what he said exactly, but he was one like, of my favorite things." He's yeah, that's what it was. He goes, "That table is one of my favorite things." And then that's- he pr- proceeded to tell me how Donnie took it to some concert and ruined it. And he was all mad. He was all mad that Donnie like messed this table up. I can't believe that was. That's the where that. That's why he, he's such a he's something. <laughs> <laughs> I need the so details on this table. This, what kind of table, table is this? Right. Like, what is this special? I made no. There's there's nothing <laughs> special about this table whatsoever. It is a white folding table, like like the plastic, you know, whatever. You Lifetime. Know. Yes. Yes. I just imagine. It is, it I'm is just Don Senior now but, watching. The buffalo tailgates where people jump through the fold right. and just—it's become a joke. Oh, that's a between, perfectly good table, right? It became mm-hmm. a joke between he and I a long time ago because, like Ryan said, about this was probably like 2007. Uh, <laughs> I was—I was going to a concert with my friends. Uh, we had a keg in the back of my truck, 
and I borrowed my dad's table, the special table that he had in the garage that I had no idea was so sacred to him <laughs> and brought it with us to put food on. <coughs> well, you know, we were also in our 20s and more worried about getting drunk than actually eating. So the table never even came out of the back of the truck, just sat in the back of the truck, along with all of us who we kept getting in and out of the truck, doing keg stands and getting beer and all this, uh, you know, all that. So this table had muddy footprints all over it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Just muddy footprints all over it. I came <laughs> home the next day. I'm I'm laying in bed. This is not a lie. I, you know, I, I was staying at my parents at the time. Uh, and I was, I, I get up, <laughs> I get woken up by my dad at like seven in the morning, <laughs> the day after this concert. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck did you do to my table? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> do anything to your table. I didn't even use your table. <laughs> He's like, look at it. He's like, it's, it's filthy he's like you ruined it and he was so serious he goes that table is one of my favorite things <laughs> this situation needs rectified immediately <laughs> i just looked at him and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you what are you talking about but like so it just became this long drawn you know this this long joke over the years because he still has this table and he brings it places all the time, and he always talks about how it's his one of his favorite things. It's so good too, because like at one point, and I'm just gonna quote quote Don Cedar on this. Like we get done, he gets done telling us about how important this table is to his life, and like like it's almost like the table is like his second son, and he's just I like, like that table better it, than me. It goes quiet, and at one point he just looks back at me and he goes. That's a hell of a table. (laughs) (laughs) I was was dead, dude. I couldn't even breathe. That's so good. I can't believe that's the table. That was it. It's so funny to think your dad, you asking him to do it and him like muttering to himself at home. Like, I'm not signing on to this. No, 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 without my grill, no, without my table, like just uh, no, muttering. Yeah. I can no, see get, it. Get, get, no, it's it's like it's like you know, it's like in the movies where you know the crew ha- tries to get the one guy out of retirement, and he's like, you know what? I'll only do it if I get to call the shots, <laughs> if I make the rules. Yeah, that's that's exactly like, it. He's like, if we're doing this, we're doing this my way. Doing it right. We're gonna have my oh, blackstone, dude. my table, my sausage. We, we were trying to get off the water because we fished till like the last minute possible. And we had, I don't want to say, and somebody in front of us was having a really rough go putting their boat on the trailer. So we're just kind of like sitting there for like 15 minutes. And then Dan decided he wanted to try to winterize his motor. And I don't know if you guys know much about the E-Tex, but the E-Tex have some kind of like built-in mechanism to like winterize the motor. You can just like, press you hold do something it does its thing and then it shoots like extra oil up in there and shuts off and when you do that it like technically winterizes the tech so we're like farting around with that but then we get off we pull the boat up and everything and i get over to the weigh-in and i look and don senior is wearing his black grilling like 
bib <laughs> and his bucket hat. And he's just like, Ryan, come get some of this sausage. I, <laughs> just, it was the greatest thing to come off the water and just see like Don Sr. around that Blackstone. It was like, uh, it's a first time and I'll never forget it. No, I mean, uh, in, in all seriousness, it, it did seem like uh, it went over really well. And, and my dad is a, is a hell of a Blackstone aficionado. Uh, he makes a mean sausage. Uh, so it seemed like everybody enjoyed it. Uh, that was a really cool thing. I'm, I'm glad we did it. I hope people enjoyed it. I mean, if anybody that was there is listening to this, you know, uh, this is only the second time I ran a tournament. I certainly wouldn't say I have all the answers. I got it all figured out. Uh, if anybody has suggestions, comments, ideas, whatever, I don't know what Ryan's full take on the whole day, but we didn't really get into the raffle table or, or uh, that yet. Uh, we did get a little raffle table. Uh, who was it? Awesome uh, baits, dude. DK. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, sponsors. Well, Mac discount right off the bat donated a Blackstone grill. Uh, so that was mm-hmm. the, the kind of grand prize of the raffle. Uh, 36 inch Blackstone. So Don Senior was kind of showing what they're capable of to everybody, kind of modeling uh, what it can do. Oh, uh, but I don't mean to interrupt, but I just pulled up the picture that Ryan sent, and you know, that is a pretty nice looking table that Don right? Senior has there. It's I can it's, understand his attachment to said table. And, and what you have to understand is that him and him and this table have been through a lot together at this point. <laughs> That's right? what he says. <laughs> They've been through this a lot. Table together. has been around since I was in high school, so like this, you know, it's 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 probably table. a twenty year old table. That table's like a son to him. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no. Uh, what was I saying? Mac discount. Cal and oh Cameron. yeah. So uh, that was Donnie Swing. It was his Chris Chris Toy. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, he, I believe he so. ended up winning the Blackstone. Uh and then we had baits donated by DK, uh, Baker, Baker Musky Lures, Big O's Bucktails, um, Bam Bam Bait Company, Brady Martz, Shaw's Bait Company, Evan Shaw's, Jake Latkovic, Latkovic Lures, and Mike Conklin, Conklin Lures. Uh, did I forget anybody, Ryan? No, you got them all. Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't uh, realize Mike Conklin sent, sent something. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I shot Mike a text and, you know, uh, actually all of the bait makers, because as with most things in my life, I wasn't, you know, super ahead of schedule with what I was doing, <laughs> preparing for this. So probably could have given those guys a better heads up. But I reached out to Mike and, and you know, those other guys just a couple weeks, few weeks before the tournament and all of those guys were cool enough to uh, send some baits and, and donate for the raffle. So thanks. Thanks to all those guys for, for helping us out. And the raffle did, it did fairly well. You know, it seemed like there was a lot of, a lot of interest in it. Uh, some cool baits. I didn't win anything. Ryan, did you win anything? No, I didn't win anything. Yeah. I, I think Jake, Jake won a meatball. So Jake, yeah, Jake, Jake was pumped. And the cool thing, so I had like a little moment there because you guys know, like we all know each other, like the community's small, but like I'm sitting there, I'm standing there talking to Jake. Jake was directly beside me 
and he wins. He goes up and he's like, oh, my God, the meatball's still there. Like he told me before, he's like, I want that meatball. I missed my opportunity at max. He like grabs the meatball. He's all pumped up about it. It was super cool. And then I like immediately turn around and Evan's standing right there. And I was like, dude, he got he got the meatball. So they were like they had an exchange. It was like super cool. Like that stuff is awesome when you get, you know, you get somebody that doesn't get a chance to get out and do tournaments and they get a bait like that. It's just it's super cool to see that, you know, from the outside looking in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wanted to say something, but I don't remember what I wanted to say. I guess uh, I'd like to know what Ryan thought of the whole thing. <laughs> well, um, I thought I, first first and foremost, I thought you did a bang up job, dude. That was like the preparation. Like you had everything. You were there early. Everything was set up. Everything went super smooth. Uh, registration was super easy. Um, there wasn't a big line. You know, I, I got there a little bit late. It was like quarter till or 10 till seven. I wasn't there at six. But it, everything went super smooth. I mean, Arthur is what it is. It's a tough lake to fish this time of year. You know, nobody's dog died. Nobody <laughs> lost their wife. So it was good. And, I mean, everything. The fact that you got, Dawn, you know, Dawn Senior to be able to cook and there was food and the raffles, that brought a whole other element to a tournament. And I just thought that was super cool. Like, I don't, I don't know that we really do a lot of that in our tournaments. You know, it's usually you just go and – you hear who wins and you kind of just like hang out and then leave. So everybody was like super invested in hanging out too. And I thought that was probably the coolest part of it. Like you just kind of, everybody was hanging out in the parking lot talking muskies and yeah, it was really fun. I thought you really put it together and, you know, again, shout out to all the, all the folks that uh, donated baits, like Owen included, you know, that stuff makes that's, you know, those types of things special. Uh, I do want to say, cause Chris Cheehy asked me to let Brady know who won the Bam Bam Baits, and I believe Evan got one, and I think Joel Morrow got the other one. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, man, it was fun. It was probably one of the more fun tournaments I've, I've you know, we've done this year. Yeah, I, I mean, I had a good time. I did. I hope everybody that came out had a good time. Uh, again, thanks to all the bait makers, everybody that, you know, helped out in any way. Josh Hawk. He, you know, he was there. He helped me a lot with, uh, you know, registration as well as uh, counting money at the end and all that crap. Uh, Don Senior sous chef as well. Yeah, my dad, uh, Joel, Ryan, Charlie, Evan, all those guys helped out. Uh, I certainly didn't do it all by myself, but uh, hopefully next year it's bigger and better uh, with better raffles, more people, all of the above. But uh, I'd say all in all, I'm. I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. How how about Don Senior and Josh taking the tracker out? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's another one of those things. So you know, I I made the plans to fish with Evan, so that I didn't have to deal with any boat prep or anything like that. I could just plan for the preparation of the tournament. Friday night, I'm in my garage with my dad and Josh. Getting getting my boat ready to go for them to go fishing the next day, and uh, while my dad's sitting in a chair drinking beer, t- telling me pointing his finger on what baits he wants me to put in the boat and everything else, but <laughs> yeah, you know, how it goes. But yeah, they they were they decided they were going to go fish. They were kind of last minute, and they were going to take jo- you know my old boat, the Sylvan, the Tiller, and I was just like, God, like. 
I about sitting in the garage. It has an enclosure. It might be 30 and raining or, you know, or whatever. Like, why don't you guys just take my boat? So they, they did, as far as I know, they didn't break anything. It still works. So, you know, there was the issue with your trailer, your trailer lights. Yeah, they did seem that they said they had some kind of issue with the lights, but whatever. (laughs) We saw them out there. You don't really need those. We saw them out there when we when we got to a certain cove that everybody knows. I looked up and I saw the tracker in its glory, and, and Dan goes, there's Donnie. I said, no, Donnie's fishing with Evan. I was like, oh, wait, that's his dad. I forgot that they had your boat out. Yeah, it's they kinda... actually they lost one, too, uh, like first thing in the morning. It seemed like there was a little window there right at the beginning. Like Charlie got his fish pretty early. My dad, I know he said he lost one. I think Jake's was pretty early, too. Uh, and then I, I I don't know about George and some of those other guys, but there was definitely, there was a number of people that said that they lost fish too. So there were, you know, there were more people that had action than say, you know, the, the fish count would show there was at least people getting some bites and some hookups and things. It's just, they didn't all hit the bag, I guess. Yeah. It's all tugs. Yeah. It seemed like that was the, uh, that was what was going on there. There was a lot of butt grabbing. <laughs> I missed out on signing up. <laughs> See, should have came. <clears throat> that was it. That's a wrap for the uh, Chapter 16 tournament season. That was the last one, I think, right? Yep. Right. Doesn't Nate have so a get... fish to talk about too, though? Oh, yeah. We got to get Nate or you got, you got a fish? Yeah. Muskies giveth, muskies taketh. And on last weekend, they were give a thing. <laughs> Tell us about what happened, dude. Give us the whole story. Yeah. Um, well, I, I thought I was being set up because my wife was like, hey, I'm taking the kids and I'm leaving. And I was like, what? What have I done? And she was <laughs> like, no, I'm going. I'm going out. You can have a free day. Like, I was like, a free day? Like, I don't I don't understand what's happening. It's She's a like, trap. Yes, that's what I felt. I was like, you know, I'm like, something's up. Like, I'm in trouble. No, it was a legit. She's like, just go out. So I called Big Dave up, a.k.a. Netboy, the original Net Buddy. And I'm like, do you want to go fishing? And he's like, yeah, let's go. So he slept over my house. That's something, having your, like, dad sleep over your house. <laughs> but he was all amped up. And I was, did you tuck him in? Yeah, I was like, I was like, good night, sweet prince. You know, <laughs> see you in the morning. Good night, sweet net boy. Yeah. Read, read a Did couple you... pages of Muskies on the Shield for him before. Bed. Yeah, yeah. You watch so any we... YouTube? Yeah. Did you watch any no. YouTube? We're, yeah, we just we it's something. If you fall asleep to Ryan Reed's voice, my dad's my dad is the biggest Ryan Reed fanboy. Like that's a whole other. We could have a whole episode about that. But he so anyways. <laughs> We slept, he slept over, we got up in the morning, we hiked it up there, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was a rough season for me too, I mean, just like you know, always a bridesmaid, never a bride type of fishing season, and you know, which is fine, that's musky fishing, but um, yeah, we were we were going around, and Ryan kind of gave me a lot of intel and guidance, and you know, kind of all came together, we uh, we saw a whole shitload of bait fish and my dad's like, we should go down to this other spot of the lake. I'm like, no, David, 
if the if it goes off, if a fish goes off, we want to be here. When they turn on, we want to be here, marking all kinds of good stuff. And same thing like you were saying when the fish finder was just stacked full of bait. Like I've never seen what I what I saw on that finder. And I'm taking a picture of it and a minute later just real going off. You know, thanks to Scott on Instagram and a couple other people who gave me a bunch of tips on like tiller, tiller trolling and tiller handling and you know. I put it to work and yeah, caught a, caught a fish. And then, then it was a shit show, an absolute bonkers. My dad had been sit, sitting for four hours. He doesn't have his sea legs, boats wandering into like windy treacherous territory. You know, I'm, I'm reeling this fish in and did all the right, all the right actions. Fish is hooked. It feels good pinned. And I'm like, we're not clearing these lines. That was like the first mistake. <laughs> yep well because there's a little there's a little bit of panic like i can tell my dad's like like we woke us up and like you know we we're just talking I'm like this is where the fish are going to be look at the bait check this out bang fish on you know and so caught us off guard a little bit so i got the fish coming right out the back by the motor and at this point you know it's just kind of idling and we're just you know taking our time had all the time in the world it was great um and I'm like, I can probably get it around this rod, which is a terrible mistake. And I'm like, Dad, just fuck it. Come to the back of the boat and we'll just net it right out the back. He comes down, falls into me. We both fall into the bottom of the boat. I almost go over. I'm holding the fish with like one arm, fighting it, boat side, trying to pick his ass up. Like, it was just dumb. It was Jesus it was Christ, unnecessary, Dad. unnecessary roughness for no reason. And... Yeah, we we get the fish in the bag. They're all there's three lines tangled in it, like not in the fish, in the bag and all around it. I'm like, this is just a nightmare. But fish was in there; it was in a good spot. So yeah, I'm like, cut the hooks out. I'm like, we're not even trying to plier this out. We're just doing all cut it, cut the shit out of it with my Nipex pliers, not Harbor Freight ones. Wah, wah, wah. Um, <laughs> I'm still heartbroken. But yeah, so yeah, but it was it was great and uh caught the fish, you know, we had a celebratory moment. It felt really great about it to kind of wrap up the season. You know, we go to put the rods back in the water and I must have sliced two of the four rods. The lines were were snipped, lost a lure, like didn't even realize. I think it got caught on the track when in the pandemonium. So it got a nick and as soon as they went in the water, snapped off. Like I should have checked them, but I don't know. Adrenaline's running. Those nippets. What did you lose? How many, man? I we didn't lose shit because we went back and found them oh. floating. But like that's a crest crazy. And and then we like fished for another half hour and I was like, you want to go home? He was like, Yeah. And we're like, <laughs> all right, let's do this, net boy. Let's hike out of here. So so it was a good half day. It felt good. That's awesome. it. How big was that fish again? 38 and a half. So it's a good fish. Love yeah, it when a plan comes together. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Uh, it was yeah. Couldn't have written it up better, except if it was seventy inches and we caught five of them. But that's all right. In front of Heinz Field. In yeah. front of Heinz Field. Haters will say it's Photoshop, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. It's getting to be Dad's bedtime here. Yeah, same here. What you don't want to go another hour? No, drunky, you can. I'm going to bed. <laughs> drunky, I'm just getting started over here. 
It's been a long week. Droopy eye. Oh boy. So hopefully we're gonna hopefully we're gonna have some guests coming up here. So we're gonna have some episodes coming out. Uh you know, we're not gonna be as dilatory as we have the been. dregs of winter. Yeah. I I do want to say one thing to all the Midwestern people as their uh those Green Bay Packers come into Pittsburgh. You know, go Lack- Packers. No. Go Packers. Ladkovic and I go are Packers. strolling in front of Heinz Field during the game. And we're going to catch a 70-incher and hold it up and be like, ha, take that. What's Heinz Field? Whatever, Nick. Akershire. Akershire Stadium. No, it's Heinz Field forever. Yeah. Jag. Jag. <laughs> All, All right, boys. boys. We're going to get the Until bed. next time. All right. Thanks, guys. Nighty night. See ya. See you guys. Later. I'm out. I had to shake them on my last case. Big O don't play. Big O don't play.